The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing, as they rejoice before you as at the harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. There is a light that can overcome the darkness. There is no darkness that can overcome the light. Hello, my friends, and I wish you possibly an early, but maybe even a late Merry Christmas. I'm not sure when you'll be listening to us, Greg and I, gathering. I do right now on the quiet hillside of the mountain, looking out over the valley below me and wondering when snow may arrive, when the harshness of the world would emerge a little bit more in this quiet place. Yet our hearts can feel that now, can't we? When we think of the quiet night, possibly of Bethlehem, the gentle rising and waking of a child Jesus after being nursed by his mother, the careful caretaking of a gentle baby who is bursting in upon us as light and peace for all nations, this light for us who have been walking in darkness. We look at the land, the Holy Land, truly in dark, painful, terrible, war, violation of people, innocence, and we cry out for that. And we wonder, is there any gentleness in our world? And then I think of Colossians and its proud proclamation of one of the earliest hymns we have when we hear that this Christ who has come for us has come for all creation. He is the image of the invisible God. So we need to see him visible, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, And it goes on, it's just this beautiful thing. All things have come to be through him and in him. And in him all things hold together. This holding together in a broken world is so significant as we come into Christmas time. It may have simply been you (laughs) gathering extra chairs around a dining room table or pulling in dishes that we haven't used for a while down in our cupboards or receiving a guest at the home that hasn't been in the family for a time. This gathering, this clustering, this joining, coming together is the basic part of human living and all of creation because we've been assembled to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, born of Mary, born of God, one among us, our brother who's made us sisters and brothers with one another and all creation. And he is the one who holds us together. What a simple image. What a huge challenge. Maybe a, a burden to believe in, in the middle of your own life and our world today. The second reading for me for the Mass at uh, night for the Nativity of our Lord is a profoundly beautiful one. It really takes us into the the heart of a simple um, letter from Paul to Titus that we barely quote other than this time during the year. Beloved, the grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways 
and worldly desires, and to live temperately, justly, devoutly in this age, as we await the blessed hope and the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us. This is the movement we feel and celebrate as it moves then in a few weeks actually to Lent and then on to Easter time later in March. But here we are in the season of Christmas, but it moves, our, our world moves, even though it feels stop and stuck in war and violation in terrible places that are difficult. We wake today, we wake in this moment with new hope for the grace of the God who has appeared Francis of Assisi, at his own time and in a difficult world, when war was going on in the Holy Land, when it was uh, pitted against Christian and Muslim there, Francis cried out to a landowner in the little town of Greccio, could we have Christmas celebrated up on this mountainside? He'd gotten permission from Rome probably as a gesture so that this might be remembered beyond the time that it happened, not just an occasional and um, treasured, beautiful experience, not just only a tender or gentle moment, but here he was calling to Rome and now gathering people with a man who owned the land up to a cave on a hillside on a cold night in December, very cold night, 800 years ago this year. 800 years ago, people clustered, to listen to the proclamation of a gospel for peace. O gentle and tender Lord, who has come among us. And a baby appeared on the straw before people there as Jesus was proclaimed again in the gospel of that night. His coming is one of us, embracing all of us around dining room tables or before football games or out on the field or where we might walk or right now taking a moment in what Gerald May calls the wisdom of slowing. That you and I would allow the wonder of the world to overwhelm in our own hearts the woundedness of many. This wonder comes in to take a hold of us in a gentle way Gentle Jesus, ah, gentle you and me, ah. It can sound like a a, um, word so tender that it dumbs down the energy that is needed at this time. And yet the ancient roots of gentle I found this morning is one who is born from a great lineage. One is born, birthed, noble, and gifted with the skills and gifts, a culture that would bring forth leadership, Courage and peacefulness in resolve of conflict. Gentle is not powerless. Gentleness is the power we need today. Around our tables, in our relationships, and in our world. And it grows up out of the cave of our heart the empty place that St. Romuald speaks of, that sits waiting now for the coming of Christ in our own hearts, our slowing that allows us to feel 
that in the hollow of our hearts, Christ comes again for us, for our family, for our city, for our neighborhood, for those around us, for our loneliness. And out of that place leads us gently to the power of being nobly born in God together to transform the world in ways of peace. Light has come to us, those of us who've been walking in darkness and those who do tonight, today, this morning. Greg and I in the Mount Irenaeus community wish you Merry Christmas, the joy of Christmas and of gentle Jesus, born well, who brings us into his noble birth and empowers us with the peace of this gentle Jesus, the noble well-being of being able to claim conversatio, ways of engaging each other to transform the world before us, within us, and around us as we draw aside in some wisdom of slowing. Celebrating meals and good times together, we celebrate the coming of the one who called us to be together, to be those who will transform this age, who will raise up and rise up in the willingness to form a new age, a new time, a kingdom of justice, love, and peace, born in the child Jesus in this Christmas, this year. Blessings to you and your household and friends, and if you're traveling, may your safe way be open to the glory of the coming of the light we've been waiting for. Let us be still for a moment. Be still and know that God has come to us. Be still and know that God gently dwells in us. Be still and sense the light of Christ rising up in us to break out from the darkness of the world into the kingdom of justice, love, and peace. Merry Christmas to all of you. Let us hold in our hearts each other and the whole world. Let us gentle this time, for we are all nobly born to bear peace to one another. Amen.